Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lori and Julia here for El Barito Mercado, and the remodel has happened. The whole Mercado has been repainted with new floors. It's still the same wonderful uh, Mercado that you're used to, but the restaurant is back and ready to go, and they've kind of got a new service style, but we love their happy hour, Tuesday through Saturday, $5 food and drinks, you can't go wrong, and all the wonderful food and prepared meals that you can buy for catering, for the deli, the bakery, the meat shop, we love it. They have Taco Tuesdays. Where can you get a $2 taco anymore? It's like cheaper to go there than to go home. Um, yeah, we'd love, five. <laughs> we love El Burrito Mercado. And like you said, happy hour is 3 to 6 Tuesdays through Friday. $5 classic margaritas. And they have new flavors. They have a mango and cucumber margarita that are just $7. And that's with fresh fruit. We love El Burrito Mercado. You will too. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what kind of dirt do you have for us? All right, well, let's start out with some uh, family drama going on with uh, the big-time 90s singer Jewel. Do you guys remember Jewel? Oh, of course we do. Yes, I mean, God, I just, we all we all, we all, all love Jewel, right? Well, she is, was talking uh, on a podcast. It's called the Very Well, Very well Mind Podcast with Amy Morin. And she shared that her late mother, Lo, Lo, I think her name is Larendra, uh, was who was her manager, stole a lot of her money throughout the years. Now, when I say a lot of money, I mean a ton of money over this time period. It wasn't until her mid-30s that Jewel had learned that her mother had embezzled over $100 million of her hard-earned money, leaving so her in a debt. A hundred? hundred. A hundred? Hundreds. I was, million? I was shocked that she had made that much. Me too, actually. Yes. All through wow. album sales, back when right. albums were big. I had to yep. research this because yep. that, that was co- tours and album sales. That's where a lot of this came from. But she was in debt, $3 million from her mom stealing this money. Now, the really crazy part about this is is her father, who was a, a volatile alcoholic who would she claimed hit her and was very violent towards her, very you know degrading and all this stuff. And her mother, on the other hand, was very kind, caring, the exact opposite. The kind of person she would have never thought would do this. And her her own mother stole $100 million. You know, was her mom the manager? Yes, her mom was yeah. the manager. But that is just gross. And and she Ugh. just said, you know, like you said, Grant, I always knew my dad was a bad guy. He was an alcoholic. He used to hit me. That was a clear image of a bad person. But my mom just did it so sneakily and that I never, ever knew. And it was just so hard for her. Yeah. And she, this is... Wow. This I'm I'm real interested to see where this goes. I mean, how do you the mom probably spent the money, wouldn't you guys think? She's not hiding it. Well, some. she might have shell companies. Good call. She might have bought property. Right. There, there might be a way back for 
Jewel to claw back some of it, but I wonder if that contributed to when she got divorced from the rodeo guy. Like yeah. The stress of all of that. Oh, good, good tie in there. Right. Absolutely. Mm, I mean, that if, is so horrible. Yes. Oh, can you even imagine? Oh. The people, the two people, and I know not everybody has great relationships with their parents. You know, I was fortunate enough to have that, but the two people you're, you'd find that you can trust the most, unfortunately, she could not trust at all. So. Really, really crazy news there. Now, you guys mentioned this story uh, in the Dirt Alert, or Dirt Alert, the ho- in Hollywood speak earlier. And we're just going to, I have one question for you guys, and I'm going to give the quick details. You guys can talk on it. But this involves Gwyneth Paltrow and her skiing incident in 2016, where there is a doctor who claims that she hit him from behind and set a lawsuit up for $3.1 million, claiming that he broke his ribs, he had some spinal injuries, etc., a bunch of injuries, but she's saying that he had hit her. And the biggest thing is, is that uh, me, the, the, the biggest thing that I noticed in my reading of this was that the she is saying, and this has also been proven, that the ski instructor that was with this doctor didn't say that she hit him. This- That's the big note, right? The ski instructor was with her. Was with her. Oh, I thought yeah. she was with the doctor. My apologies. No. So it's a, like Lori and I just talked about this. It's a. He said, she he said. He said, she said. And we know this on ski hills. It's always the responsibility of the person from behind mm-hmm. the skier mm-hmm. to watch out. They have the, Lori, the ones that get car. Yeah, yeah they Lori, have the right of way. The yeah. downhill person has the right of way. Lori had a kind of famous run in with my sister. And my sister said, mm-hmm. Lori did it. And Lori said, my sister did it mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. ski slope. So it can be up for interpretation. But this guy, um, I don't think Gwyneth would be there if she but, didn't believe she was no, innocent. Because she's in... Julia. I, I don't she, she makes a living giving pretentious health advice. I don't, I don't know, though, Lori. <laughs> here's, I, here's, okay. here's my question. So originally the lawsuit, according... This was um, according to the Daily Mail... And they were saying that the original lawsuit in 2019 towards Gwyneth was for $3.1 million. Now, on the wrap, this article came out today with because this, this trial has started now Tuesday. It's expected to take a week. They're saying that this Dr. Terry Sanderson is seeking only $300,000 in damages, while Peltro is countersuing for $1 plus attorney fees yes what is why one dollar is that is she trying to prove something there that's why i'm saying this because um uh we know uh taylor swift did this yeah the lawsuit against the radio dj she just she doesn't want any money she believes Mm -hmm. she's right and i think you know it's a he said she said and we're gonna figure it out but gwyneth paltrow would not be there Lori. i don't think if she thought that she was in the wrong Good call. I just don't. I, I, you have more faith in Gwyneth's um, I do, Lori, moral I, capacity I do. for um, things than I do. I really do. And that this guy, yeah. you know, said that he has a traumatic brain injury. Well, he had it before. He had cognitive issues. He um, there. So there's a lot of different things going on. And the judge threw out the first lawsuit where he was seeking damages of three point one million. So that one was thrown out. Yes. So now he's just going for three hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I just think I don't know. So, so you're, it's, I, 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 I don't think you can declare innocence because someone shows up for their I, day in I, court. That that I agree, Lori, but to go through, like, we've talked about this, it would have been, you know, she's got insurance that would have covered this if mm-hmm. she really believed she was in the wrong. Maybe. Does she, though? People, everybody has a limited life. I mean, people have umbrellas over themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know okay. this as a celebrity or as a person, 
you have to take out a different type of a liability mm-hmm. um, insurance that covers you for things like this. Umbrella and and so mm-hmm. she's saying initially that he was, because of who she was, seeking out exorbitant amounts of money. I just think, yeah. why would she go to Park City, which is a 25-minute drive from um, you know the Salt Lake Airport? It's not easy to get in and out. Why would she work oh, for one? Julia. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't think, yeah. I think she's got a point here, too. Okay. It's not a slam that dunk. That may be. It's yeah. not that a slam be, but dunk. You don't, know who, you don't know who anybody is skiing anymore. Everybody's got helmets and goggles on. Yeah. So she he, probably didn't even know. But it, at first. And he is a doctor, so he's not just like some. But he know, had already had all these problems. Some of them, all the cognitive stuff prior, prior. and was half blinded in one eye prior to the incident. Just saying, it can go either way. Yeah, they are. It's mentioning not a slam dunk that that he may be trying to exploit her on her celebrity wealth. And they did mention in the article that some of these uh, injuries were prior to the situation. But um, oh, well, yeah. It's- it's juicy. Very. It is juicy, and it's just not a slam dunk either way. No, no. Well, let's okay. end this one quickly here. Fun note, they're doing a Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge on HGTV. It's a cross-network summer promo right before Barbie is released on Jan- July 21st. It's going to be hosted by Ashley, Ashley Graham. Graham. Ashley Graham. It's four episodes, and they're going to get all the celebrity people from HGTV to make the best type of Barbie house, like 1960s Atomic Age Kitchen, the 70s Disco Ken vibe. It's a cross promotion. I it's kind of I cool, actually right? love it in the Barbie movie yeah. that we've been waiting to come out forever. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. What I a, love that. What a way to get HGTV and do a little cross promo there. That's your dirt alert for this hour. Hey everybody, it's uh, Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor and one of the this is a true hack that we can give you. The the furniture hack is shopping at Furniture Manor. Oh, you're so right. One of, it is. It's so true because we, don't you love it when you're able to tell somebody uh, you could shop here for this or here for that, but for anything furniture, our very best tip, our very best hack is absolutely you must go to Furniture Manor. It isn't that far. It's two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 from Osseo. But when you're looking for uh, you know, clothing, accessories, the jewelry of your home, you want to go to a place that has a great selection with a great variety of prices and styles to choose from and design help if you want it. Absolutely. Everyone there can help you and they've got good, better, and best. If you love something on the showroom floor, buy it, take it with you, or they'll ship it to you tomorrow. Furniture Manor is a treasure. Please go check it out. Like Lori said, we absolutely love it. You will too. Well, everyone knows you can tell something by how they shake hands, correct? Two people shake hands. Yes. <laughs> How they shake hands. Yes, yes, yes. Don't you agree? Yeah. I can. Uh, I tell a lot by handshake. Absolutely. Yeah. Always have. Well, guess what, people? What? You limp handshakers out there have some very bad news because <laughs> the University of Michigan has a large body of evidence that has linked low hand grip strength, otherwise known as a limp handshake, <laughs> to a host of negative health outcomes. Uh, really? And they analyzed, they had 1,300 people, and um, this one, though, it was 70 plus. So I already am calling P5-O-FAM on this study. Because, no kidding, because uh, the limp hand at 70 plus. Yeah. You can't. But, you don't but want to grip it saying, so hard. They, the reason they want people to do grips and have a good handshake is that um, it's 
you know, maybe you've got arthritis or you've got something like this. I was all excited that it was going to be, you know, some kind of a thing where we just make fast judgments based on a handshake. But no, indeed, a limp handshake after the age of 70, they're interested in. That's just ridiculous. Oh, okay. Here's the one thing I will warn people. And it's been for me, my experience, traditionally men. When they shake your hand so hard and you have a ring on, you oh, feel like you're going to die. It hurts. It hurts so bad, doesn't it? Yeah. A man needs to learn how to do a guy, a manly grip to somebody else, but shake just a little yes. little less tightly than yeah. you would your buddies. Yeah, 100%. You know? It's all I mean, it's- Julia and I both um, run from Casey, and he's oh. my husband. Oh. He comes in for a bear hug and a pat because oh. the pat, oh my God. the back pat. It's like it's like you're he's doing you know trying to get something out of your uh, lungs. Well, he's Mighty Mouse. As soon as you grab him, you're like, oh. Oh, as soon as he gets your hand, gentle. We're like gentle. We don't need to be hit so he's hard. The, he's, like, he's got the Adrian Peterson handshake. That's that's one of the most you guys have heard that right? That Adrian Peterson always had like the. Biggest the grip of grips. Grips of grips, even though he fumbled the ball all the time, but he had the mm-hmm. best handshake of all. So. Oh, wow. Strongest, strongest. In another study of duh, yes. is beer better out of cans or bottles? Bottles. Oh. Science has answered this all-important question. What do you say, Joe? Bottles. Oh, I'm going to go, God, I love beer out of a bottle. I love pop out of a can. I'm going can. Can. Guess what? It makes absolutely zero difference. There you oh, go. That's kind of it's where preference. Yeah, okay, it's one hundred preference. Okay, I like it. They, but I get they, it. They wanted to study the flavor of beer as it sits on the shelf in a can uh. or a bottle. Does it get a stale beer taste? What does it do to the beer aging? Mm-hmm. And of course, Colorado State University studied mm-hmm. this. <laughs> They got all the frat boys. They got all the frat boys to do a little uh, in-house study. But they studied the beer, uh-huh. different kinds of beers, IPAs, ALs, regular beer, probably Coors, really light, for five months. And every two weeks, they tested it. And um, the only one that really tasted different a little bit was amber ale. Hmm. Okay. It's a darker um, beard, too. I guess I know sun getting. I thought that there was this thing about sun penetrating bottles, maybe because that's a darker color, yeah, it might more yeah. have more of an effect. But I heard that there is something with sun and it penetrating the bottle versus the can. Yes, you, that's right. Don't go storing your amber ale in uh, a sunny garage. But this was published in ACS Food Science and Technology. I like it. And yes, I could have told them that it is a matter of preference and depending what you're drinking. That's that's the best way to Because play. sometimes a cold beer out of a can, out of a you know, oh. cooler cooler cup, coolie cup. Yes. On a boat. Oh. oh, there's nothing. And you can just squeeze it as you get done with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who remembers the good old ripples on the Mick Golden Light? Remember the oh, can? Yeah, yeah, I do. And then they got rid of them and now they just like they paint them or they print them on there, but you always knew you had a Mick Golden Light when it had the ripples on the I edge. love you, Grant. Oh. And Lori, Lori always was a big fan of the big mouth bottles. All oh, those coolers those lights things. with the caps. You don't like them? <laughs> she hated it when your Miller Light had the wide mouth bottles at Grandma's Marathon one year. Oh, God. Don't you remember? We're not, we're not practicing anything, Miller. We just want... Okay, it's not right. Yes, I, I get you. That has gone away. Yeah. Uh, 
That's, I haven't seen that. They're yet. only really out on golf courses with the big with the screw caps and the yep. big tops. They keep them on the golf courses for cart, carts, so you can cover them up. And if you carry them in your bag, when you're you know you can keep them from spilling. Oh, okay. So if okay. you've got a, if your pull cart, you can put it in the slot where you hold your water right, bottle, put the it. cap on. All That's right. still where you primarily see most of those. Okay. Okay. In another study of Da, men take more financial risks than women thanks to their rosier colored glasses. <laughs> That's a Da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you Isn't think? It? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Their yeah. men are just, uh, they, they interpret potential financial opportunities more optimistically. There you go. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Men are more risky about everything in general, usually. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. That was from the University of California, San Diego grant. They did ah, that little study. UCSD. Nice. <sighs> Yet another study, getting married can lead to longer life for men. So, Julia, when you go home tonight, you tell your hubby okay. you have added years to oh, his life. Trust me, I've been telling him this. Years this and is many from other American things. Yeah, American College of Cardiology have found once again that uh, men who have never gotten married or have been single for a long time are more than twice as likely to die from heart failure um, within five years of being diagnosed with any kind of a heart thing. Wow. Twice as likely. Wow. Wow. So... Yeah, lifelong bachelors, people who've never been married, uh, they're two and a half times more likely to die than married men. But men who've been widowed, divorced, or separated don't have an increased risk compared to married men. Okay. Just uh, And then for women, our marital status is not significant in any way, shape, or form for death, dying, sickness, anything. What's, How about that? That seems unfair. Uh, very. Well... Just reality, we, women are everything. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. You guys we, are. We just kind of are. You are. <laughs> and no the sooner everyone just Graham. admits to it, we're all good. Oh, I've lived my so, life with that motto, and it has, and I have lived a great life by I that. I love that, Grant. Oh, if mm-hmm. I, if I and then, sorry to interrupt, but if it was ever a college, any type of college group project. You bet your ass I was teaming up with three women because they were always organized, smarter than me, better than me. <laughs> and if I was going to team up with three of my buddies, we wouldn't get crap done. But the girls, they always kept me in line. Smartest, strongest yeah. people on the planet. I've always mm-hmm. thought that. Now, if we could only get paid the same. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But anyway, yeah, they, it is amazing how they just do. And this one was like they were looking at men with cardiovascular who'd been diagnosed but every which way, shape, and form that they study marital status, a guy that is married, whether it's to another man or to a woman, is just going to lead, have a longer life. Huh. Period. End of lucky story. Lucky guys. Yeah, well, lucky. they always yeah. get married right away, too, you always hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, I think they're like on to that. Yeah. I think men are on to that. Yeah, unless you've never been married before. You're That's the true. lifelong bachelor. There you go. <laughs> I mean, do you know anyone who's ever been a lifelong bachelor? Oh, I think. You know, I had an I had hmm. a great uncle who drove trucks, and uh, he supposedly dated gypsy 
Yeah, that's Gypsy a... Rose Lee uh, in Chicago back in the day. He never got married. That's the only that's a lifestyle person. Yeah, in that's my a family. That's a tough lifestyle for a family if you're a trucker because you're on the road all the all the time. time. So yeah, that's, he that, never got married. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense. But no, that's a that's a unique position to be in. I guess I don't know anyone. I'm trying to think. I'm racking my head. A lifelong bachelor. I got buddies that are still bachelors, sure. but I'm in my 30s, so that makes sense. But right. uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, don't. All right. I mean, your dad was a bachelor but, for a very long time, but he was but he married, was married to my mom. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Five kids. Oh. Right, five kids. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. No, he was, a, he was a lifelong bachelor after my mom and he, he got divorced. They were married 15 but years. 50? He still knew, yeah, so he wasn't a lifelong bachelor. Hmm. But he no, was for I a know. long time. I know. He resisted a lot of women's uh, <laughs> advances. Advances. That's what we're going to call it. Advances. Advances. Oh, oh yeah. That's good that's stuff. That's good stuff. All right, when we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines. We'll be back. Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here. And, you know, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters is such an incredible place. It's so iconic. It's always the best place to celebrate a special occasion or a gal's night out. And we were just there and saw the prom on the main stage. It was a blast from start to finish. We called it absolutely an instant classic. KCP called it a crazy fun, not-to-miss production. It is a joyous evening. The Pioneer Press, we agree with everything. We're so taken. Right, Lori. It's full of heart, hilarious. It's the prom. And they've got great concert series at the Chan. Coming up, tributes to Steely Dan, Peter, Paul, and Mary, and the incredible Gwen Matthews with her gospel tribute, A Night Before Easter. For tickets, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theater is always entertaining you. I'm telling you, the prom is the bomb. You're going to love it, love it. Get your tickets today. Thanks, Gwen. Gwent. <laughs> Thanks, Gwen. That's another reason to download our app. Besides how easy it is, you can listen to us live. Mm-hmm. You can podcast us on the app. You can email us on the app. You could register for our monthly giveaways just for listening. And then also, we've got the Pick Your Prize going on for the next two weeks where you could win either $100 or ten thousand dollars mm-hmm. plus a hundred in prizes. Information's at my talk. Okay, Lori, you've got a Gwyneth Paltrow update. Well, I just want you to know that a witness has taken the stand. Okay, and she's—I don't know if it's a man or a woman—but uh, testified that the doctor was face down, spread eagle, with Gwyneth on top of him. All right, there and you she go. She slammed into him, and he was unconscious. Mm. And then she bolted very hard. She hit him directly in the back. It was the sole eyewitness. Oh, oh okay. That's damning. And then here's her. the opposite of it. It says she was enjoying skiing with her family when um, the plaintiff, who was uphill, plowed into her back. That's her well, claim, right? Yeah. The sole eyewitness. That's the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only eyewitness. The yeah. 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 Oh. She's in trouble if that's the key. Well, if that's well, the only eyewitness. Yeah, dear. She can't admit she's wrong ever. Are you kidding me? I don't know. She I told just... us to do rectal ozone therapy last week. <laughs> All right, fine. She's not to be trusted. <laughs> okay, fine. Here's a couple things, okay, guys? All right. Um, tonight on the talk sh- show stuff, um, Jimmy Fallon has Jennifer Aniston. Heck yeah. Ooh. And um, she... He also has Sarah Snook, who's from Succession. Uh-huh. And, yeah. um, and she just had uh, the baby announcement on the red carpet. She did. She's very pregnant. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel has Julie Bowen, and we haven't seen her since Modern Family. We haven't seen her on no. anything. 
Also, Depeche Mode is performing. We haven't heard from them forever. Yes. Um, let's see here. And uh, That's My Jam, which last week was a Billy Porter um, cover. Patty LaBelle, Patty LaBelle cover yeah. of Stronger by mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. She said it's the best cover ever. Mm-hmm. And he's coming here. Yeah. Uh, that's My Jam tonight has Chance the Rapper, French Montana, Jabara Banks, and Quavo. Chance Ooh. would be interesting. This he- would Kind of be interesting, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, Chance is very talented. He could cross a lot of different genres of music as a rapper. So I'm interested to see what they put uh, put what situation they put him yeah. in. That'd be cool. Yeah. Are you guys still watching the um, Milo Ventimiglia Milo Ventimiglia TV show? The company you yeah. keep. I have not watched my the, DVR. Yes, I have watched uh, the first three. I think the fourth one came out Sunday. I have not watched it. Okay, yeah. I, I, it's getting a lot better now that there's the intermingling of the two. Yeah. You know, remember how they. Oh, had, I don't even know that. Okay. Uh-huh. There, yeah, there's some intermingling of the two, and it's getting juicy. Sure. Oh, all right. I, I do, like it. I don't know any of that. If for sports fans, um, you know, Real Sports with Brian Cumble has been on HBO forever. Oh, I loved it. I love it. And I don't know if you can watch H- this on HBO Max. I'm assuming you can because mm-hmm. you can get access to everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's profiling uh, baseball legend Dusty Baker. Oh, love Dusty. Do you? And Strongman Brothers Tom and Luke Stoltman. And the Calgary Flames assistant general manager Chris Snow, who is living with ALS. Yeah, Dusty Baker is um, uh, the big thing about Dusty. He's an African-American coach that has gone from the San Francisco Giants, and I think he won with the Houston Astros last year. He, he was his first time winning a championship. Oh. He's been with the Cubs. He's been all over the place, and he he's a very good coach, good man, and I'm sure there's a really good story to be had with him. Yeah, sure. I was kind of thinking that. And then tonight also, if you're a sports fan, I know we could see a little bit of this action, but uh, the world... Accidental Sports Talk. World Baseball <laughs> Classic, USA versus Japan tonight. It's in Miami. Is it? Is it a new game? It's a new game. It's a championship game. Last night, Mexico played Japan in one of the most amazing baseball games I have ever seen in my entire life. I know really? baseball is not the most appealing thing to everybody, but I love U- baseball. USA, Japan. It's going to be the two. If you look, think about it, two of the biggest powerhouses yeah. in baseball. They're going to be going at it tonight. And uh, the way that that game went last night for Japan and Mexico and the way the USA has been playing, it should be fun fun to watch tonight. I like it like that. Lori, what else do you know? What are you going to do tonight? Well, what are you going to well, do for I'm, lunch? <laughs> I'm, I'm going the, to eat lunch when this is all over. Five-hour time gonna, change. I'm going to go to the beach. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm reading a really good book. and What are you reading? So I'll probably, uh, it's called Astrid Sees All. It okay. takes place like in the early 80s in New York City. It's it's quite good. And, um, you know, probably go 